0: Hello fellow rebel capitals. Hope you're well. So in case you haven't heard over the weekend, we had another bank collapse, the second largest collapse in U S history. That's first Republic. They are no more. And what happened JP Morgan came in to the rescue (laughs) and basically absorbed them, but it was really kind of a bailout from the taxpayers you guys will see exactly what i'm referring to in just a moment let's shoot right over to this article from zero hedge and check it out but before we do want to remind everyone to get their tickets to rebel capitalists live guys you got 12 more days for heaven's sakes it's going to be the best event in human history i can guarantee you mike maloney peter schiff lynn alden chris mcintosh simon black jeff snyder just to name a few going to have Kiyosaki there as a VIP guest. I'm actually going to Disney World with Steve Van Meter and Jason Hartman. (laughs) That's going to be a lot of fun. But, guys, got to get your tickets ASAP. You don't want to wait till the last minute. You can get your tickets at rebelcapitalslive.com. Okay, now let's get over to this article. Let me zoom in a bit. JP Morgan, CEO, says, System is very, very sound. Yeah, the system seems incredibly sound. It sure does. We've had the first and second largest bank failure in U.S. history over the past month. Four banks now have gone the, the way of the dodo bird. But the system is very, very sound, as if the problem is exclusive to these just small regional banks. When you know darn well it's not. Why? Look at the yield curve, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> Look at the, the, what does Snyder call it? The near-term forward spread, and uh, you know this is the, the the wonky stuff that the Fed looks at, that they admit is their most powerful recession indicator. So the bottom line here is, with the banks going bust or with this next crisis, financial crisis, I mean we're just in inning two or three. This is nowhere near the end. But let's get down into this article. Actually, let me zoom in. That's what I was going to do. Always got to zoom in on the zero hedge stuff. After another massive bank failure, tax-funded bailout. So it's not necessarily getting it from taxpayers, but really the average Joe and Jane is going to be paying for this. And I'll show you how in just a moment. J.P. Morgan, CEO, Jamie Dimon, told listeners at an investor call that the system is very sound. (laughs) Uh, Now, in case you are wondering, J.P. Morgan and Jamie Dimon hold 10% of all America's deposits. Now, currently, J.P. Morgan is in no jeopardy. I mean, their balance sheet looks extremely strong, but who knows? People would have said that about Silicon Valley Bank about a month ago. People would have said that about First Republic. Even two weeks ago, they would have said that about First Republic. If you don't remember, these big banks, including J.P. Morgan, put in $30 billion worth of deposits maybe two or three weeks ago after Silicon Valley Bank's signature went bust. And they did this as kind of a vote of confidence that, oh, well, you you don't have to worry about First Republic. Nothing to see here. Move along, move along. And then two weeks later, oh yeah, they went bust as well. And do you think that those big banks that put in that $30 billion are taking a haircut? No, 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 no. (laughs) Oh no, they're going to get bailed out. They're going to get 100 cents on the dollar. I can assure you, and JP Morgan, is going to get far more than 100 cents on the dollar. We're going to get into that in just a moment. So the good news for Jamie Dimon <laughs> is that all these banks are going bust, and he's getting the assets pennies on the dollar. But let's get into the nitty-gritty here. So U.S. regulators were facing a dilemma that either you bail out the banks, I'm going to summarize these two paragraphs here, either you bail out the banksters, And then that's egg on the face of the Biden administration, because then they have to come out and admit they did the exact same thing that they did in 2008. And that wasn't too popular. Remember Occupy Wall Street? Or they can just go ahead and let them go bust. And then J.P. Morgan and Jamie Dimon have to take a haircut. And you know that ain't going to happen. So what do you do? Basically, according to Zero Hedge, they kind of staged this auction process. (laughs) And they said there was a a bidding war. And oh, magically JP Morgan won the bid. But then you look into kind of the shenanigans or the details of the deal for JP Morgan. And then you kind of scratch your head and you say, yeah, was that really a bidding process? Or did the bidding process just involve Janet Yellen getting on the horn with Jamie Dimon and saying, please, 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 please just take over First Republic? And then Jamie Dimon saying, yeah, okay, maybe, but you're going to have to give me this, 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 and this, and you're going to have to ensure that I don't lose a dime and you're going to have to ensure that I make about a trillion dollars on this deal. And Janet Yellen says, okay, fine. (laughs) that's pretty much the bidding process. (laughs) At least that's what it seems like to me. Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Got a quick question for you. Are you someone that realizes we are headed straight for an economic recession, maybe even worse? Do you also realize that the government is trying to restrict your freedom, liberty, and privacy on a daily basis? We've all heard in the news lately about central bank digital currencies. And it's not a matter of if we get them, it's simply a matter of when. But although you know we're facing all of these problems, you don't know what to do about it. How do you protect your wealth or grow your wealth when we're dealing with a very volatile economic environment? Or how do you maintain or increase your freedom and privacy when we have this woke Orwellian government that's trying to micromanage your life? Well, fortunately, Got some good news for you. I have set up an event that is focused on helping you, the rebel capitalist, find solutions to these problems. It's all set up to help you build wealth and thrive in this world of -of out-of-control central banks and big governments. That event is Rebel Capitalist Live. It's going to be absolutely incredible. It's in Orlando, May 12th to the 14th. We're going to have speakers like Peter Schiff, Mike Maloney, Lynn Alden, Chris McIntosh, Brent Johnson, Jeff Snyder, Robert Barnes, just to name a few. So to get more information on how you can attend this incredible event that's going to give you actionable intel that will help you prepare for the rest of 2023 and beyond, go to rebelcapitalistlive.com, and I will see you in Orlando. So according to the FDI, FDIC, J.P. Morgan would assume all of First Republic's $92 billion in deposits, insured and uninsured. Where are they going to go, right? Say that you're a depositor now, or you were a depositor of First Republic, and now you're a depositor of J.P. Morgan. Why wouldn't they take them? Because one of the problems is all the deposits leaving the regional banks. But where do they go? they got to go somewhere. That 92000000000 billion isn't going to be turned into currency units and buried in the backyard. <laughs> I can tell you that. So J.P. Moore like, fine, I'll take the deposits because they got nowhere to go. And pretty soon we see the banking system shrink and shrink and shrink until you just got one bank. And the last man standing, in my opinion, is going to be the Federal Reserve. But I don't want to get off on that tangent. So as a part of the agreement, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation will share... Losses <laughs> with J.P. Morgan, and when it says FDIC, just go ahead and replace that word with the average Joe and Jane, because you know all these kind of wonky types on Twitter and financial Twitter—they always say, "Oh, well, this isn't funded by the taxpayer." Of oh, the taxpayers aren't paying for this? Uh, absolutely not. The FDIC is a private corporation; they're private insurance, right? But who pays into the insurance? All the banks. All of them, okay. Well, all of them that use FDIC, which is ninety nine point nine 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 percent, mightn't be all of them in the United States. So you say, well, George, the 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 banks are paying for the bailout. No, because we're the banks getting the money to pay the FDIC insurance. <laughs> They're getting from their depositors. It's coming from the average Joe and Jane. Who we trying to kid here? So. Let's reread this the correct way. As a part of the agreement, the average Joe and Jane will share losses with JP Morgan on First Republic's loans. The agency estimated that the insurance fund would take a hit of 13 billion. They estimated, okay, well, let's go back, let's rewind a month and a half. Did any did the FDIC estimate that Silicon Valley Bank would go bust? Was that one of their predictions? No. Did they predict any of this? No. (laughs) So why should we assume that the assets that J.P. Morgan just acquired let's call it toxic sludge? And I think that's uh, you guys know that's a word I use or phrase I use in the whiteboards all the time. I I I thought it was funny that uh, this article from Zero Hedge used the exact same term, (laughs) toxic sludge. So they inherit all this toxic sludge, and. The average Joe and Jane, which is posing as the FDIC, <laughs> is saying, Yeah, we're only gonna take a hit of fit 13 billion. Yeah, right. Let's see how that pans out. Oh, and oh, and get this. J you say, Well, George, how did JP Morgan pay for the deal? Answer, they didn't. Or you say, Well, how does that work, George? Well, look at this last sentence. JP Morgan also said it would receive 50 billion in financing from FDIC or from the average Joe and Jane to make the deal happen. So <laughs> JP Morgan comes in and says, yeah, we'll do the deal, but the average Joe and Jane, the American citizens are going to have to lend us the money to do it. And then the American citizens, the poor and middle class are also going to have to absorb the losses If we take any, or they're going to have to absorb part of the losses and you notice they don't specify how much, but when you get into the nitty gritty, you see that that would be 80%, eight, zero percent. So 80% of any losses (laughs) that occur from these assets that JP Morgan just acquired are going to be paid for out of the pockets of Americans, basically the poor and middle-class. Average Joe and Jane. So it's it's tails, I win, heads you lose type of situation. Or it's where we're socializing the losses and privatizing the gains. So if there's any gains, you, you think that goes back to the average Joe? You think they're going to get paid? Absolutely not. Now, maybe the FDIC might get some of those gains, but they're not going to pay a dividend to the people that they charged to do the bailout in the first place. And for what? Well, let's just assume for a moment that they would have let First Republic go bust. They had the exact same liability balance sheet that Silicon Valley Bank did. Basically, all millionaires and billionaires, to use a term from Bernie Sanders. But in this case, it's true. All of these millionaires and billionaires and all these tech companies, they would have taken a haircut. So what we're doing we're bailing out the millionaires and billionaires by robbing, stealing from the poor and middle class. Effectively, that's the net result here. There you have it, guys. How many more banks will fail? I don't know the specific number, but I I'm guess, well, I wouldn't even guess. I would go out on a limb and say that there's a 75% probability that it's not zero. I think there's a 75% probability that over the next six months, we will see more bank failures. And I would say it's 50-50 that we'll see more than one. So we'll have to see how this plays out. All right, guys, as always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. Make sure you get your tickets to Rebel Capitalist Live, and I will see you on the next video. And I will see you in Orlando in just a couple weeks, May 12th to the 14th for Rebel Capitalist Live.